Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Ink and Pen Adventures podcast. I'm your host, Laurieann, for today, and I'm excited to share two things with you today. The launch date for Project 52 Inc. and a quick recap of our trip to the San Francisco Pen Show in August. The Project 52, I announced this on the first episode, and it came from coming across a folder I had on my computer of about 1,600 images that I had put in there for the use of a slideshow, probably to entertain myself at one point or another, from travel photos starting back in 2002 going to 2017. I don't actually know why I stopped in 2017, but I did, and yet there's still 1,600 photos in there. So as I was pulling photos for that website, I thought, well, I'm urban, trying to do some more urban sketching in my life, getting out and about, but also just sketching cool buildings that I see from people's posts or on the internet in my searches around. And it's been a fun project to do a little bit more urban sketching. And so an idea came to mind of, well, why don't I use these photos for something other than just putting them up on the internet? Why don't I use them for inspiration? Urban sketching, if you are not familiar with it, is the idea of grabbing a sketchbook or a watercolor book a small toolkit and heading out, sitting in a cafe, sitting on a street corner and sketching what you see. Quick sketches often and then watercolored either then or later, depending on your style. Some of them are what might be called loose sketching or loose watercolor. And that is where the lines are a little less precise. Perspective is not, doesn't play a huge part in it. Uh, it's certainly not a graphical drawing of perspective where you really have exact lines and angles and all of that. It's more, this is how my eye sees it. And I haven't really been, I guess I'm still partly in pandemic mode and uh, still don't go out and just hang out at a cafe like I would uh, like to do a little bit more often. Uh, part of it is I enjoy being in my house because my house is very cool. And I uh, have been experimenting with different ways of doing this. And so I thought, well, I, one of the nice things about art is while there may be rules, according to some people, there really aren't rules for me. So I make them up as I go along. And my idea of sketching, and maybe I'll just call it sketching, but it is still urban sketching as I plan to do buildings, is to grab a photo from that file and sketch that once a week for 52 weeks. Sure, it may sound daunting, but the only promise I can make is that I will attempt to do this every week and hopefully get in at least a couple of months if things get a little crazy, busy. And so I had mentioned that I had done one back in, uh, I think it was early September when I'd come up with this idea. And I did the capital of California because I had a beautiful photo of it from when I took a photography class. And then life happens, right? I'm working on this podcast. I'm teaching. I'm working at a, at the state. And so a lot of things happened, and then we actually had a pretty big loss in our community. In our community, my apologies for that. In our community, just this past couple days, and it really sort of set set us back a little bit. It was unexpected in the sense that it was sooner than we thought it was going to be. So here I am, and the reason that I'm doing this now is it seems like October first third quarter of the year seems like a great time to start this. So the Project 52 Inc. 
will launch on October 1st with my first watercolor sketch. Here's what I'd love to invite you to do. Join me. Hashtag Project 52 Inc. on social media. Follow our website at inkandpen.co and our Substack if you want. They're going to be very similar. The inkandpen.co and the Substack are going to be very similar posts. There will be additional photos there. There will be photos up on our, our social medias. And our Instagram is Ink and Pen Adventures, and that will take you to our page, our profile page. And from there, or even just on Instagram, I believe you can hashtag the Project 52 Inc. and see what we're doing. I would love it if you join me. And the way I see this happening is that I'm going to post what I'm going to draw, hopefully in advance. And if not, it'll be for that week. And then I'll post the, the drawing or the painting that I did. I also may uh, once a month post four to six photos for options for that month. And you can pick any of them. You're welcome to use my photos. You are welcome to use your own photos. You're welcome to go to a cafe or somewhere to a park and actually sit there and draw what you see. I will be doing that, uh, but not all the time just because of scheduling and whatnot. So that's how you can join us. And we would really love it. I think this is one of those things that's been brewing around in my brain now for about a month. And while sometimes I have a hard time actually doing the ideas that I have, the accountability knowing that some people have already expressed interest in this idea reminds me that, oh, I said I'm going to do it and I really want to do it. So therefore, here we go. October 1st, Project 52 Inc., uh, in Ink and Pen Adventures on Instagram and inkandpen.co on the web. And that'll link you up to everything else you need to know there. So that's Project 52, shortened, of course, from Project 52 Inc. So the next thing I wanted to share with you was that my husband and I went to the San Francisco Pen Show in August. This is the second time we've been. Last year, we actually went and stayed overnight and went Friday, no, yeah, Friday night to Saturday. And it was at a different hotel, but it was, it's all near the airport down in San Francisco. And it is a, a, a wonderful time. If you are at all interested in pens or stationery or ink or enthusiasts of any kind, and there's even at San Francisco Pen Show has the Bay Area planners. So if you are a creative planner uh, with stickers and washing and, and, you know, creative task blocks and stuff like that, they also ha often have a meetup and have fun stuff there. So it's, there's a lot for a lot of people. Some of you may not even realize there's such a thing as a pen show. I did meet someone whose father makes these glorious handmade pens and they didn't know there was a pen show. So now, you know, it's usually about the last weekend in August tickets to the floor are 10 or $15 a piece. So the floor entry is really cheap. You can get a three day pass. So if you are an actual fountain pen enthusiast and you like to see the specialty items, or the pen show only items, you will want to get there early. You'll want to go on Friday. There is a three-day pass that you can get called All Access, and I think you get a couple of extra hours every day on the show floor because it can get very, very crowded. Let me tell you, the tables are close together. There's a lot of people, and there's a lot of people standing and looking, sometimes for 10 or 15 minutes at something because that's the nature of fountain pens and all the accessories that go along with them. So this was, again, was at the airport in San Francisco. Why did we go? Well, I have been using fountain pens now for quite a few years, and my collection has grown. And 
I would say matured a little bit, you know, started off with the $19 Metropolitan, Pilot Metropolitan, which is an absolutely fine pen. And then uh, moved up over the years to the Twisbees and the Lamies, um, the Twisby Eco and the Twisby 560, I believe it is, the, the Vacuum. Those are my favorites so far. I do also have a Pilot Vanishing Point that I really love, but the nib is a little wide for me, so I can only use it on places where I can write a little bit bigger. But I also am, I, I'm always hesitant on the, the, once they start getting over $100, I think, well, am I really going to use it? And so I love to go look at all the pens. I love to go, you know, test them out, try the paper. There's a, a great array of paper, notebooks, and uh, various other items to write on, uh, stickers and stamps and washi tapes and uh, bags, pen cases, and all those sorts of really cool things. So we went specifically for a couple of companies and a couple of people that we knew were going to be there. So uh, Penguins Creative, and that is an, oh my God, I'm going to, it's going to escape me. I feel terrible. I will figure it out and uh, let you know her name. Um, she works with travelers and with Plotter. Uh, I've known her for a few years now. She used to come to the conference I used to promote. So Travelers Company was one that I always love to see in person because there's no place here in my town where I can buy Travelers Notebooks by hand. I always have to have them shipped. So it's fun. They have a stamp section where you can pull on and stamp your notebooks with all their really fun stamps. They tend to do things that are Travelers, of course, related. Um, cafe, they, they, they have partnered up with places like Starbucks and the Tokyo Rail and things like that. So it's really cool. So Travelers was fun. And then I also went for rickshaw bags. And if you don't know rickshaw bags, they're a really cool company out of San Francisco. And they make pen cases and, and messenger bags and often in really cool designs. Last year, I picked up a Van Gogh. I know that's not pronounced correctly. Uh, pen cozy or koozie as they call them. They are kind of a nylon on the outside with a soft interior so your pens don't get scratched. And the one I got last year has the outside pen case and then two interiors, no three, a three pen, a two pen, and a one pen. So I have a variety of ones. And then this year I wanted to see what they had. And so I picked up an, a San Francisco pen show rickshaw single pen case that I carry uh, my brand new retro 51 pen. And I'll talk about it in a second. So rickshaw is wonderful. They're also San Francisco based and they don't always go to all the other pen shows. Oh, there are more pen shows, by the way. I know of at least four others, one in Orlando, one in DC, one in the Pacific Northwest, and one in LA called the California Pen Show. That's the one we're going to also, I want to try to go to that one next year. I think it's in the spring. So there's multiple pen shows. There's probably one closer to you than you think. So Retro 51, that's my next favorite purchase. So Retro 51 is a pen company and they make limited edition pens and they also make some notebooks and things like that. But their pens are what they're known for, and they partner with people. So last year, they partnered with The Pleasure of Writing, which is a stationery and pen shop out of Carmel, California. They are lovely, wonderful people. And we bought their pen last year because it was the Monterey Bay Aquarium. It was Monterey. And we bought an ink from them last year called Carmel Sea Blue, and it is one of the most beautiful blues I've ever seen. That They were partnering up with Narwhal Pens. And I know that they've changed the spelling of their name, but I believe it's still pronounced narwhal. And 
So this year they had a really beautiful California pen, but as we were looking at them, I don't know how many of you remember either the original Pan Am Airlines from back in the day or the TV show that came around, I want to say in the last 20 years, where it got a resurgence in popularity and people started making Pan Am themed items, including an entire product line for Pan Am. So we were looking at Retro 51 and I was looking at something else and I can't remember now what it was, but my husband was calling out to me saying, come here, come here. You need to come here right now. I was like, okay. So I came over and he showed me this pen that I am holding currently in my hand. There was a blue and white one with the Pan Am logo, but they didn't have that one with them. They only had the sample. So he said, if you want a Pan Am pen, you're going to need to get this one. And it is the Pan Am Hawaii travel poster from the fifties. It's got the hula dancer in a pink and yellow dress with a pale yellow background and then Pan Am logo on the end of the mechanism that turns the pen, opens and closes the pen. And then it comes in this really cool cylinder case that is blue Pan Am with Pan Am logo on it. it. All of their pens are numbered, so they're all limited edition. I think they make a thousand of each type unless they do a collaboration and maybe they make less for that collaboration. So he has a limited edition from Monterey from pleasure of writing. And I have a Pan Am one and it really does write beautifully. We also picked up a notebook from them, a couple of them and the paper is nice. Their pens write beautifully on their paper. Uh, they're, I think a thicker nib. So it's probably a 0.7 over a 0.5. So I am a creative planner as well. And I use a Hobonichi and the squares are very small. So the, this retro 51 pen is a little too big for me for that. So I use it for note taking in, in other places because it does write really well. So those are two of the big things. Then one of the other ones was I mentioned in my urban sketching conversation about the project 52. One of the things I didn't say was that I do tend to bring along with me a toolkit. And in that toolkit, I have a fountain pen with carbon ink from platinum. That is a truly waterproof ink. And I use it in a platinum preppy, which is one of the lower end. And I do mean like $6, maybe $10 for a fountain pen because carbon ink can gunk up the mechanism of the fountain pen feed. And so if that happens, I don't feel bad losing. And the pen works really great for drawing. I also don't worry about losing it because it isn't precious in that sense to me. I have another pens that I would be very sad to lose. And then I will also use a fine liner. Most of those are waterproof as well. So I'll use that for a little bit thicker line on the last portion of my drawings, but I draw initially with the fountain pen with the carbon ink. And then I've been looking for a water soluble ink and I keep being told all these brands. And then I try a couple of them out. I got some samples from Goulet pens and most of them didn't actually dissolve the way I wanted them to. And I don't know if I waited too long uh, and they actually dried into the paper, which of course will happen, but I'm looking for one. So I asked the people, the artists there who did a, uh, an urban sketching workshop, which we weren't able to take because it was the day before. And she recommended pilot Iroshizuku Takasumi. It's kind of a charcoaly black. It's the right color. It works well enough. I'll say that it works well enough. I am not sure I'm really ever going to find the one I'm actually thinking I'm looking for. Maybe it doesn't exist. Maybe a truly water soluble one doesn't exist. So if you know of one, 
or if you are an, a, a watercolor artist and you do use a fountain pen ink that you can then blend in. I, I like to use them for shadowing windows and stuff because it's a little bit more direct. It's a little more easy to get that in the right spot. And watercolor doesn't quite do it. First of all, watercolor is not as saturated, of course. And so being able to use this ink has been really helpful. So if you have, if you know of one, that would be grand. Uh, and then, and so I put that into another fountain pen that I carry in my kit with me. And then the kit also includes um, a travel palette. And I'm bringing this up now because it actually came from Traveler's Company from the pen show last year. And it's a business card sized one. It is, uh, what is that about? Two by three, give or take. And it's maybe a quarter of an inch thick, but fits nicely. I have an art toolkit from the company Art Toolkit who also partnered with Travelers both last year and this year for those travel palettes. And then I have like pencil and some brushes and I have some watercolor cards in there. So if I'm out, I could actually use just this case. I don't even need to bring my traveler's notebook, which is what I do use. I did bring that and I stamped my traveler's notebooks with the stamps from Traveler's Company at the pen show. Uh, and those are the big, oh, Bay Area planners. I think I mentioned this. I apologize if I repeat myself. The Bay Area planners are a group of planners and they are creative planners, like I mentioned, and they have a meetup on Sunday and we had every intention of going. We got there in plenty of time, went to the floor, got totally distracted and missed the whole thing. It's all good. I will catch up with them at some point. But so there's a lot of really cool, fun stuff like that. One of the people that I know from a planner conference I used to help run, uh, Christine from Everyday Explorers was there and she does some of the most beautiful stamps. The quality is really high. The designs are lovely. And she's a really nice person. So uh, she was there and she did have a special deal, uh, a stamp set for the San Francisco Pen Show. But of course, I missed it because I think it sold out on Friday. So those were just some of the things we wandered around. We did not hit everybody. I didn't find the most expensive pen on the floor this year like I did last year when I found the $22,000 pen. $22,000 for a fountain pen. Yes, it was gorgeous. It was hand done out of gold and enamel and gems, I think. So I don't know what kind of gems they were, but he was standing at the table with this pet. My apologies. I thought I turned off all of my notifications and now they're still making noises. So let me see if I can fix that. My apologies again. Um, anyway, so I did get to hold a $22,000 pen and no, I am not a person that probably will ever purchase anything like that. I have a hard enough time buying a $125 pen, but I really enjoy looking at them because I love good craft work. And I think that many of these pens that are hand done that are so unique that they need to be, that you need to charge $22,000 for them are stunning to look at, but they're completely impractical and I would probably never write with them. And so unless I became a collector like that and have just money coming out my ears, then maybe someday I'll be able to come back and say, hey, remember when I said, oh, well, look at me now. But probably not. I'm perfectly happy with my Twisby pens and my Lamy pens and even my Platinum Preppies. Um, I, I have a pile of Vanishing Point that actually is one of my favorites as well. They're all on the lower end. And I look at these pens and I think, oh, that's really cool. And I'm holding in my hand now like a $19 fountain pen with a blue body and a pink uh, a pink lid from Monami that I just got from, I can't remember where I got it from. Um, 
and it writes really well. So it's another one that I might consider using for drawing with carbon ink if my platinum preppy runs out. So, so the San Francisco pen show, will we go again? Absolutely. We might, depending on when we're in the Pacific Northwest, we do a family up there if that coincides, but I really want to go to the DC show. That's the one I've heard about. Uh, in addition to San Francisco being one of the bigger and better. But more than likely, we'll probably hit the L.A. show before anything else and then come back to the San Francisco Penn show next year. And next year, we will probably go on Friday. And as we get uh, closer to that in 11 months or so, I'll post, uh, I'll do another episode about it, the anticipation of it. And then if there's anyone who happens to go, maybe we could catch up for a moment in person. I know, weird, right? I think that's everything for today, and I have enjoyed my time with you here. So next week, our next episode will be post-Disneyland's Oogie Boogie Bash for us, as long as all health stays good in the next week. That's our plan. We are heading down there next weekend. And I will do an episode about that, as that is one of our ink and pen adventures. So photographic support of all of these topics that I brought up. I'll put up some posts and photos on the website at inkandpen.co. And I will also post some to our socials at Ink and Pen Adventures. Uh, so we use Substack as well, but that's pretty much the same thing as the website at this point. Um, and if you're interested in joining us, please, please, please do so. Uh, hashtag Project 52 Inc. or check out Ink and Pen Adventures. And tell me where you've been this week. Where'd you go? What'd you do? Even if it's just around your town. Remember, this isn't about, this podcast isn't just about big adventures. This isn't about going to Oogie Boogie. This is about going to the cafe in old Sacramento and doing a sketch of the buildings because they're really cool down there. Or maybe you were out and about not expecting to come across something and you snapped a photo of a really cool landscape or a really cool urbanscape. Where'd you go? What'd you do? Share with me. I'd love to hear it. And if you have any questions or any suggestions for topics, I am open to hearing them. I do hope you have a great week and until next time.